You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Inna alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu wa nuhu bihi wa nuhu wa nuhu bihi wa nuhu bihi wa nuhu Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran وَيَوْمَا يَعَبْدُ ذَالِمُ عَلَى يَدَيْهِ يَقُولُ يَا لَيْتَنِ يَا لَيْتَنِ اتَّخَذْتُ مَعَ الرَّسُولِ سَبِيلًا يَا وَيْلَتِي لَيْتَنِي لَمْ أَتَّخِذْ فُلَانًا خَلِيلًا لَقَدْ عَدَلَّنِي عَنِ الذِّكْرِ فَعَدَى إِذْجَاعَنِي Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran and the day, meaning the yawm al-qiyamah, when the wrongdoer will bite his hands so he will bite his hands, in other words, he will be full of regret and he will say, oh I wish I had taken the same path as the messenger, any messenger Woe to me, I wish I hadn't taken so and so as a friend I wish I hadn't taken that person as a friend He led me away from the remembrance Quran after it had come to me. So this is a human being in a very dire situation. He finds himself standing in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala having to answer for the life that he was given. And he is in complete regret. Every emotion that you can imagine in terms of embarrassment, in terms of shame, in terms of regret will be multiplied by an infinite amount because you're standing in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it's before your judgment Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is before that time where he is going to call you, you by name and ask you to answer for the way that you lived your life so this is a quotation from the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is foretelling us that there will, people, will be people on the day of judgment awaiting your judgment full of regret and in this case, the person is full of regret because of the fact that he spent time with people that he knew were not good for him. Bad company. I wish I hadn't taken that person as a friend. What he's doing there is the blame game. Right? We're all good at the blame game. But in that situation where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is about to answer for what he's done, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. I wish I hadn't spent time with him. It's about good company. It's about the people that you keep close to you as good friends. Unfortunately, there are a lot of bad people out there. And you're not kids that you need to be lectured on who is good company for you and who is bad company for you. When you sit by yourself, you know yourself, the people that you spend time with who are good and people who are not good. And this company, this good company, is what the Messenger came to warn us about. He warned us about the bad company and the cheap company. And the Prophet said in an amazing hadith, and there's so much meaning in this hadith, he said that the example of a good person, a good friend, is the same, is in comparison with a person who's a bad friend, is a person who sells musk and a person who is a blacksmith. When you go to town, for example, and you walk through these department stores, Full of perfume and stuff like this. 
As you walk through, inevitably you're going to smell the perfume. And when a person were to spend time in a musk shop, they would come out smelling of musk. Even if you've not bought any, the effect of that smell remains upon you. The same the Prophet said as a blacksmith. If you were to go into a blacksmith, I mean, we don't have many blacksmiths about. But the blacksmith, the soot, the ash, the smoke, it's a, it's a horrible kind of a husky kind of smell. That will remain on you. So when you go somewhere, someone will be like, oh man, you say, what is that? That's the effect of having been uh, in a place where it's, you know, there's a lot of smell. Here in the kitchen, for example, when someone's cooking onions, right? You leave, your mom's cooking onions, you leave, there's that smell on you, right? And people are like, wow, have you been in, like, in a restaurant or something because you really smell? See that effect? Did you eat anything? No. You were just in the company of it. And it's the exact same example that the Messenger of Allah is telling us. He's saying that if you hang about with good people, their effect upon you will be evident. If you hang about with bad people, the effect upon you will be evident. Right? You might go into denial. We all go into denial. We're like, no, no, I'm sure we get the time that I hang about with. But then slowly what happens is your habits begin to change. The people in your family, maybe your parents, maybe your brothers and sisters, maybe people who don't see you as often, will begin to see a change in you, in your character, in the way that you speak, in the way that you behave. And good company is something that you should try, if you find it, you should try and keep hold of it. I'll give you an example. I used to work in a boys school in Manchester, Whistle Boys School. I walked there for seven years, thousands of kids that I, that I saw between the ages of 11 and 15, thousands of kids. Without doubt, without exception, in seven years there wasn't a single exception. A boy who would come to the prayer area in the school, make wudu, pray properly, and then go back to class. Every single time that child's parents prayed at home, this is an example of influence, right? With good company. Every single child that couldn't do budo properly or stand for prayer quietly or even pray properly, their parents didn't pray at home. So this is the effect of being in good company. And you expect, I mean, it's not, it's not a football about parents, although maybe it could be, but parents seem to be a good influence. But think about that, not a single exception. It is, you are what your company is. You will be standing in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you will be full of regret if you keep bad company. The Quranic ayah. Or, woe upon me if only I hadn't taken that person as a friend. And you know yourself, peer pressure. I don't need to lecture you about peer pressure. If, for example, you're in company and they start smoking or they start taking you to places that you shouldn't be going to. Chances are you will be tempted and you will want to try and measure up to that company. And this is where, unfortunately, things go wrong. For you to be strong enough, strong enough to say that, you know what, this is not uh, something that I want to go towards. And it's not easy to do that. The Prophet also said in the hadith, he said that a man follows the religion of his friend so everyone should consider who we make friends with. And it's not religion as in we understand it to be. 
a religion is what they really I mean, feel emotional about, what their attachment is to. Okay? Unfortunately, we live in a world in which constantly we are being told what is something to attain. What does that mean? That means the celebrities, the film stars, right? Footballers. These are all people that we idolize. Why? Because society tells us to idolize them. Right? They tell us to idolize them. It doesn't matter what their lives might be like. It doesn't matter what haram they might be involved in. It doesn't matter if they might be the scummiest people on the earth. They become idolized. And so in our eyes, we aspire to be like them. Why should I be like this? The Prophet ﷺ said as the best example to us. Why? Because everything in his character turned people from away from bad, away from evil, towards good practices. Self-reflect. Be people of self-reflection. Don't go through life with veils in front of your eyes. One of our teachers told us, he said that if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to honor you, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to honor you, he will make you see your own faults. He will make your own faults apparent to you. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to humiliate you, and you're going to stay in a place of heedlessness, of ghafla, of complete ignorance, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will hide your own faults from you. You won't be able to see what kind of character you actually are. We should constantly be making dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to see our faults because if you see your faults, then you can change them. If you don't see your faults, then you can go through life in complete ignorance. One of the worst ways to keep bad company is on social media. I mention this almost every week about social media. The friends that you keep online and the way that you behave online is not the way that you would behave in front of that person. If you do riba, if you do backbiting, if you gossip, if you share things that are not suitable for people to watch, all of these things are not things that you would do in front of people, in front of the person that you're either doing it about or doing it to. It just doesn't happen. This is why constantly all you see are people on their phones. I'm not anti-technology, as you can see, my khutbah's on the phone, right? It's not about being anti-technology. It's about how you spend your time online. If you spend the last moments before you go to sleep, you know, we had, I remember once years ago we had a dust in which a man, we were asking questions. There was one of the scholars from Amman in Jordan who came over for a three day residential course. People were writing questions, putting them to the front, embarrassing questions, personal questions. The Sheikh was answering them. One of the questions came up and it said that I have a recurrent dream. A lot of us have dreams. I have a recurrent nightmare. Constantly, I see the image of this person standing over me. It's a very kind of demonic figure. This is the question, a very demonic figure. I wake up in the middle of the night, I can't sleep. I wake up in the night, night after night in cold sweats. So the Sheikh read the question out and then he said, he said to this person, whoever you are, he said, before you go to sleep, do you read? 
As the Messenger taught Do you read Ayat al-Kursi? Right? Do you dust your bed three times? The Prophet This is everything from the Prophet Do you make dua? Do you mention Allah's name? Do you do any of these things? If you're not doing them, then don't come and mention about bad dreams and about bad thoughts and about not being able to sleep. The Prophet has already told you the answer. What we do is we stay in a state of complete heedlessness. The last thing we do is we check our phone, we check our WhatsApp. You know the same chemical that's released in the brain for drugs? It's the same chemical that's released when you get a Snapchat or you get a Facebook like or you get a message, a notification in your WhatsApp. You know why? Because you post something and you're, as, as human beings, this is the kind of creatures we are, we're constantly looking for people to praise us. We're constantly looking for people to react to what we're saying. What you should be doing is switching off. Now you can't switch off completely. Why? Because a lot of people say that well, we do a lot of work through our phones. We're checking our emails. No, you're not. You're just passing on useless stuff. Think about it yourselves. When you're sitting there, grown men will sit there and they will share videos that are completely ridiculous. Okay? Entertainment has become the norm. And it's a constant addiction to entertainment. We must be entertained. I take the bus from Barhead into Glasgow City Centre every morning. And there are people on the train with me, packed train. There are people on the train with me. And almost every single person, without exception, is constantly glued to their screens, got headphones on, and they're just watching something. Because what the entertainment industry needs to do is it needs to keep you entertained. It needs to grab its hooks into you and take you towards a path of buffalo, away from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When I was growing up, it was all about movies. When's the next movie coming out? When's Batman Returns coming out? When's this? When's that? Right? This was constantly amazing. Now it's all about Star Wars. When's the next Star Wars coming out? What the turn seems to be turning is towards box sets, TV sets. Have you seen the series? Have you seen Breaking Bad? Have you seen this? Have you seen that? You know why? Because the, inter the entertainment industry has realized that a movie is what? Two hours. They've got you for two hours in this make-believe world. But with a box set, with constant entertainment, they've got you for hours on end. 30, 40 hours. And they can waste your time for 30, 40 hours. The people that we idolize, the celebrity culture, these people are the worst people that you could ever meet. And we know this from the kind of revelations that are suddenly feeding in Hollywood. All these film producers and actors and actresses that suddenly have become the most disgusting of people. They always were the most disgusting of people. So why do we idolize them? We idolize them because we're the products of the society in which we live. Stand away from that. Get away from that. Switch off. Turn your notifications off. If there's something that is wasting too much of your time, just switch off. And think about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at times in your life when you should, before you go to sleep, when you wake up in the morning. Relationships are being harmed. Relationships are being harmed because people are constantly engaged to devices instead of actual real people. 
people need to have a social life, understand that. They need to be entertained. This is the way that we are. The preachers built with that. But what we don't do is we don't obsess about haram. Because it is haram. When people forward YouTube clips to you or little clips on WhatsApp, some of them are filthy. Some of them are disgusting. Some of them are graphic, of a graphic nature. People getting run over, people in war situations. This is not good for the heart. Whatever you put into your heart, you will get out. If you put rubbish in, you will get rubbish out. If you put rubbish into the heart, the heart will not connect with other people. It will not connect with the Quran. It will not connect with your prayers. And I've seen this. I've seen people so obsessed with their phones that as soon as the Salah is finished, you know, you're supposed to do Adhkar after Salah. SubhanAllah. Get your misbahar do some, do some tasbih. Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The first thing that they do is to check if in those three minutes somebody's texted them. You need to try and be better people because the standards that were set by not only the first generation after the Prophet or his generation or the generations after that, those ideals and comparisons were huge. Maybe we can't live up to them, but what we can certainly do is what is within our own grasp. Take your devices and switch off. Stop having this, it's almost like they're feeding you this drug. I was in a conversation recently and uh, they were two friends of mine and they were discussing whether or not to get the new iPhone. They spent about an hour discussing the benefits of getting the new iPhone. I mean, really, is this, is this what we've been reduced to? I mean, let's be honest, we're better people than this. The Messenger of Allah was not sent to us to spend hours thinking about what phone we're going to get. Just because that company decides that every couple of years is going to send the best phone out ever. Really? Really? I remember when the first iPhone came out, right? The very first one. This is the best phone. This is the only phone you ever need. This is the best thing since sliced bread. Really? The following year is another model and another model. What's going to happen? You're going to be 50, 60 years old and there's going to be what? iPhone 20, iPhone 30. And what are you going to do? Keep feeding into the same rubbish that they give you? No, be better people. Connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Connect with people around you. Keep good company. Stay away from uselessness because of the same ayah at the beginning that a man, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, will stand. Oh, I wish I had taken the path of the messenger. I wish I hadn't taken that person as a friend. I wish I hadn't constantly been on the screen. I wish, if only, these are all things of regret. Don't put yourself in that situation of regret. Clean up your lives now because addiction is one of those things that if you don't change, this is why the entertainment industry needs to get its claws into you at an early age. This is why. Because once you get addicted to something, they know you've got, they've got you for the rest of your life. So that's it. Right? TV series is the same I mentioned it before. What series is it? Oh, it's the eighth series. So hang on a second, you spent in excess of 120 hours watching this filth, uselessness. When you stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we should have things 
that we are going to be proud of, not things that are going to make us shame, ashamed in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let's make dua. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He allows us to stop these addictions and not fall prey to them. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He makes us better human beings. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He cleans up our hearts by stopping putting this kind of garbage into them. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He allows us to have connection with each other. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He rids us of our bad company. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He allows us to fall in love and follow the example of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He gives us a connection with the Qur'an. And we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this heedlessness, this ghafla that is constantly around us and in the society which we live, that we can step away from that and be better human beings. And we pray finally to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that on the day of judgment when we stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we're not full of regret. That we haven't spent our entire lives in complete heedlessness and away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that when we stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that we make ourselves, we make the Messenger وسلم, we make our family, our friends proud, proud of the way that we lived our life and that we didn't waste time and that we kept good company. ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وكنا أضعف النار ربنا أزلمنا نفسنا وإنا فاخفت لنا فرحمنا لنكون من خاسرين بكذا دعاء ربنا أزلمنا نفسنا إن لم تخفنا وترحمنا لنكون من خاسرين Don't make us losers Don't make me from amongst the losers on the Yom Al-Qiyamah And this is the way we're headed unless we wake up For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.